some point you just you were kind of hoping that they disallowed it so that we would see a trialist game, the first one in the common NRL era. But at the same time, then we all would have been sad sacks and sons of bitches that fucking sat through eighty minutes of atrocious football. Well, see, I'm 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 thinking bigger picture than trialist than trialist game. I'm thinking winless season. Oh my god, you're calling. I'm not calling a winless season, but. And we are back. Welcome back to Fifth and Dribble. You are here with your hosts, Matty B and Lock Lock. What's doing, my guy? Not much, brother. How is the hostess with the mostess? How you doing? Yeah, look, a lot of junk in the trunk. Uh, we had to run an audible today. For those in the know behind the scenes, you know behind the scenes. For those that don't know, I'm, uh, I'm just hanging out with the Piss King. Uh, this is my home for the next couple of days. And uh, the Short King and the Piss King, all in one building. You know, They say mm. two kings in one castle doesn't work, but we're making it work. So... It, it is You're it small is. enough to have the downstairs part of the castle, I think. And you have that's to, it, bro. You don't have to hustle the big dog upstairs. I think that's what that's what it's coming nah, down to. Alone. I'm just chilling here in the bottom bunk. If he pisses on me during the night, that's just what happens. All right, it just it is what it is. It's par for the course. How about you, my guy? How's the uh, how's the work week treating you? <sighs> work week's been long, but we're getting there. We have a we have a nice long weekend coming up. Yes, friend of yes. the show Tim is getting hitched. Yeah, friend of the show Tim and and future Mrs. Tim getting hitched, and uh, we're really looking forward to it. We both have pretty big roles in this wedding, which uh, again, I still don't know why he chose us for these no. roles, but he uh, he doesn't have a lot of friends, so I mean that's fine by me. I mean, I only just that's met okay. him, and yeah, yeah, only just I, I barely know the bloke. Yeah, did you say his name was Tim? I think so. Pim, yeah. maybe with a P. Pim, <laughs> silent P. Silent Stim. P. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it is what it is, and uh, we're we're really looking forward to it. And not only that, but this wedding then kicks off, you know, two weeks of holidays. I've got lots of work to do over the holidays, but two weeks school holidays coming up. You know, being a teacher, take on the perks. You know, mm, yeah. For those that don't know, Matt likes to bludge at home and take taxpayer money. So yes, yes, I do. <laughs> uh, so keep paying your taxes, people, because no my salary bludger. can get bigger. <laughs> yeah, yes, that is yes, it. indeed. Um, but uh, yeah. for those. Yeah, you go on. Go on. Come on. You no, want to be the hostess I, with the mostest. I really you go didn't know where I was going with that. I kind of derailed myself. But it was... right, yeah, you're a dickhead, man. You're not the Segway <laughs> King, all right? I'm not only the short king, but I'm the Segway King. And what I was going to say is it's Thursday, all right? We are a sniff away from fucking Friday. That means it's the NRL pod. And that means we've got team of the week, Friday footy tip-off, fantasy updates, and reviews on the round. How the fuck do you feel about that? Are you keen? Let's get ripping and tearing, huh? I feel good, but I was thinking about us doing Thursday football shows. Mm-hmm. I, think it, I think it works perfectly right. Because everyone's got the everyone's got the early because obviously a because it had to so of course it does and, and b, b because it's us b because it's us we make it work is what we do yep. and everyone else does it early comes in the week. After b. Yep, yep. This is secondary b. <laughs> Oh, okay. Sorry. Secondary B. Secondary B. B2. No, no, no. No B2. Just adjacent B. Just adjacent B. Sorry. Adjacent B. This is adjacent B. Everyone does their takes early in the week, and we get yep. to either copy their takes or we get to zag, baby. 
Yeah, we get to end. We, are, we get to zagging. We're no, we're, we're fantastic we're at zagging. We're no zaggers. If you don't get zagging, that's on you, bro. Like, if you don't get what we do here, it's okay. Bro, if you picked up the Oxford or even the Macquarie and you looked up zagging in either of those dictionaries, you would see either a picture of Locke or a picture of myself or a picture of both of us and the fifth and dribble logo. Well, because I don't think you'd see us zag. that would be the ultimate zag. No, actually, you know what? That would be the ultimate zag. It would say refer to zig and then we would be there. Yeah. So it would be the ultimate zag to then zig when we were supposed to zag. Are you zigging? I think so too. I think that's too. I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah. Lovely, lovely. All right, well, that's enough zigging Speaking and zagging, of zags, I think. Speaking of zags, time of the week, and it is week four. I am the man that's going to run through it. Now, for the first time in fifth and dribble history, we have co-captains because both of these guys played out of their fucking skin How do you feel about week. co-captains? I'm curious, uh, actually. We haven't, we haven't talked about this. How do you feel, not just in our, obviously, our cream of the crop team of the week. I'm talking about in general for teams. How do you feel about co-captains? Uh... I think it depends how it's done. I think if it's done tastefully, like it is at clubs like the Penrith Panthers or the uh, former glory that is the North Queensland Cowboys, when you have somebody in the halves and then somebody in like the front row, then you've got a guy that can get the, the spine and the back the back guys working and then you've got a guy that can get the front guys working. You know what I mean? So you've got you've got two voices in that regard. The message might be the same, but one is more of a fire up and the other one's like, get loose with the boys. Let's just let's have some fun. Let's toss the pillar out. You know what I mean? So I think it works well with uh, with Nathan Cleary because he can he can reach guys uh, on a different level, like the the boys like Toto and, and Luai and whatnot. But I think, you know, Isaiah Yo can obviously get to um, Scotty Sorensen and, and all of those boys um uh, Liam Martin and whatnot, and get them all fired up on that on that respect. What do you What do you think? You big fan of co captains? I don't mind the co captains. It's all right. Uh, Penrith's a good case study on them. I think I like the forward skipper and the back skipper. When it's yep. like the same, like when the Roosters did it with Corden and Friend, I thought it was a bit strange. Yeah, that's gonna, see, that's a question mark to me. That, that's like, why are you really doing this? I mean, because Cordner fucking missed all that time getting his brain scrambled, so I guess you need And then the times he was and there. And then Friend missed friend all that time missing getting the other time, so, Yeah, so I guess that makes sense. But I know the Penrith one's interesting. For a while, I've tried to clock on, because there's always like a dominant captain, right, when there's co-captains. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's Yo. Yeah, 100%. I think Just Cleary's, like it was Thurston back in the day. Think, man. Matt Scott think, was not going to be that guy. I think Cleary's the skipper in the way of it's like, well, he's the halfback, the best player, the most high-paid player. His dad's the coach. He's Nathan Cleary. Why wouldn't he be the skipper? Yeah. It was like, yo's like, this guy's actually the skipper. This guy's Penrith. This guy's, yeah, this guy actually is the captain. But it's interesting. Yeah. I just was engaged to what your, uh, what your read on co-captains were. But I don't mind them. I don't like what the AFL does where they have different captains every year. Yeah, like, that's I know weird. the NRL do something different, but it's like you can go from being a captain one year to like, like for the Giants, I think it was like Stephen Cornelio was like, wasn't in the leadership group. Then one year was a lone captain, and then now he's like not captain, and they have two captains or something. It's really strange. Like uh, to me, it's hard to to have a guy go from not skipper to skipper and skip like in yeah. backwards and forth. You would have to you would have to be very a very solid group in order to do that because I mean you see it. I mean, it's just it's human nature, right? Like, if you've yeah. got the top job, you want to keep the top job. So, if you're then not the top guy, you have to shut the fuck up. It's like, and fuck not you, the top bro. Guy. I don't even know I was this guy. I was yeah, you, don't bro. you know who the fuck I was, bro? Like, get out of my face. I'll get inside um, your face. Like, bro, they're just it's like. It's a bit like, like, I wonder how Steve Smith goes in the locker room having to fucking listen to, to Paddy Cummins, you know? Or, like. I think 
Yeah, I, I think you'd be. I think Paddy Cummins is just who doesn't love Paddy Cummins? No, I know. Okay, so maybe when like Tim Payne was there, like how? Yeah, I think that was. How de- would you I go think about the Tim that? Payne thing would be more annoying than. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Don't grab Timmy Payne. <laughs> Timmy, Known- send, my, send my dick pics out to a bunch of people. Payne. <laughs> no, no, no sledge king Timmy Payne. Yeah. Uh, that might be tough, but I think um, I think Paddy Cummins would have it right. But that's an interesting point, actually. I don't know. I think. I don't. I think, oh, how much I think do they we're care also about skippers, of- like. Like hey. I don't know how much they really like care about skippers, right? Like it's yeah. some sports more than others, but it's kind of like you just know this guy's the best guy, so of course you listen to him. Yeah, I think you and I are also a byproduct of the sports that we watch. Like we're not an NFL pod, but we watch a lot of NFL, and there's a captain on every fucking team. There's a captain of special teams, captain on the offense, captain right, on the defense. Sure. You know? And then they just make the they make the shit quarterback a captain too. I never got that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So like. If, if you've got a role and you've got to ramp your guys up specifically for your role, then cool. You're a captain of some sort. Mm. But then you've got the West Tigers that do it. And that's just a fucking shit show of an organization that wants to pay Luke Brooks $1.1 million next year. Like, what the fuck is that about? Um, but as, I said, as, as we've said, you've got the ultimate case study that is uh, the North Queensland Cowboys that did it with Thurston and Matt Scott. You thought I was going to say the Penrith Panthers, um, and and those are you know two captains that went to a premiership, and there was a there was a defined chain of command, and it's the same with the Penrith Panthers now. There's a defined chain of command, and as you said, you know you've got the face of the franchise as your captain, and then you've got the guy that's like actually uh, the engine, your, your blue collar big captain. boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like that. I've always, I've always liked how Penrith have done that, and they. Always pretty even, like when it comes down to because I'm always curious who they send when it comes to like the NRL media day, like the photos with the skippers. Mm, it's always yeah. yo, it's always, yeah, it's always yo. yo, always yeah. yo. I feel I feel like that's a good Which indicator because Nathan Cleary is is a good looking rooster. But I think also they figure he's going to be on the posters anyway. Yeah, like Cleary's yeah. going to be in the thing anyway. We'll just fucking yeah. put like it's like if Reese Walsh was a co-captain with um, who is their skipper. Uh, I have no idea. I have no idea who the um, Warriors skipper is. Actually, this week it's Wade Egan. Yeah. This week it's Wade Egan because... I think it Norm- changes most it's weeks, AFB, actually. I think, maybe. Is AFB their skipper? Yeah, and AFB's not been named. Yeah, but I'm at, like, it'd Which be like if AFB and Reese, Yeah, R- your, your fantasy team is in but shambles, AFB, brother. AFB, Tommy, Hamiso, we, we, No, 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 no. Me. We will go in... Into detail, detail. don't we'll you worry. <laughs> we'll deep dive your absolute yeah. sadness, my friend. Yeah, it's tough. It is tough. Uh, okay, well, before we deep dive that, let's get the uh, let's get the team of the week out of the way. So, as I said, uh, first time co-captains. So we've got Ryan Pappenhausen at the fullback. We've got Taylor May and Ronaldo Mulatalo on the wings in the centres. We've got Joey Manu and Sefa Talakai. And how could you not have fucking Sefa Talakai? The man had like nine tackle busts and just absolutely romped the Newcastle Knights all by himself. Um, speaking of romping, in the halves, we've got both para halves, Dylan Brown and Mitch Moses. Now, Mitch Moses is the co-captain along with Ryan Pappenhausen. Um, number eight, First prop, Adam Fanua Blake. Number nine, Harry Grant. Ten, second prop, Josh Alloyer. Purely because of, like, his numbers were fucking fantastic. But, man, he was just what Manly needed, right? Manly looked like a full team on the weekend. And I think a lot of it came down to him running his lines and being fucking aggressive the entire time. Uh, Isaiah Papali'i uh, in at 11. Britton Nakora at 12. And, you know, as we said, the man himself for the Penny Penny Panthers, Isaiah Yo. Like what? What more can you say? How can you deny this man? It's either going to be yo or four weeks. Yeah, yeah. And I saw shout out random stats guy. Tommy didn't even have four four perfect weeks in a row where he was man of the match. Four weeks and his 
undeniable run last year. So it, it says a lot. It says a lot about Azeo. It really well, does. I just want to say, and this is with all due respect, four of these yes. guys are former Tigers. Fuck, it would suck to be a Tigers fan. Bruh. Yeah. One of them's a future Tiger. The two captains... Are in fact former Tigers. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> that is tough. Considering the situation that is going on in fucking Tiger Town, that is ridiculous. But I mean, this team speaks for itself. Like, Pap was, ah, oh, captain of my fantasy, this Chef's team. Kiss. Yeah, Ste- I know. Fuck, steered man. Me my butthole to, is still sore after that. Steered me to a concise victory over. Who did I beat this week, Matty? You. Well, on the edge of your seat for a little while there. Don't don't get it twisted. Yeah, but who the, did I beat? I can't quite remember. Uh, some guy in our league uh, by the name of Matt. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he yeah. his game speaks for himself. Taylor May the last two weeks has, has been red hot. He's going to be hard to get out of first grade, isn't he? Like oh, as good as Toto is. Staines might really be gone. I know we'll touch on it in a Penrith game, but fuck, he's just slippery and elusive. And and yeah. when he's not slippery and elusive, he's just running over motherfuckers. He's just tough. Yeah. He's so strong. Yeah. Um, Ronaldo as well. Always solid. They look good, didn't they, the Sharkies? Yeah, fuck, they look good. They look so good all the way up and down the pack. I think our um, bet for the Knights might still be on. Sorry? Our, our, uh, our prediction for the Knights might still be on. Yeah, it might still be on. We, yeah, might, we might have to throw up some humble pie. We might have to be like a little teenage girl, throw the fingers in the back of the throat, bring it up. <laughs> I think we'll be all right. Humble pie on the humble pie. Hey, what did you? What were you saying on Tuesday? Stick to your takes, boys and girls. Stick to your takes, man. That's Stick if, to one, your if this takes. if this experience of giving you guys fantastic content has taught me anything. Stick to the takes. I'm filthy <laughs> with myself every day that I did not stick to the Jason Kidd take. It's one of my big regrets in life. I must say. This is not the NBA pod, and we are going to touch on it on Tuesday, but I I stuck to that Lakers take of not making the play in, and as of today. Yeah, but I feel like that Santa was a less Tony. controversial no, take no, no. than my Jason Kidd. Come on. You thought I was just being, an, uh, and we have covered it, we are ultimate zaggers, but you thought I was being an ultimate zagger, a naysayer. You were calling me a homer I mean, you were for being, being a naysayer. You, boys. Naysayers no, can sometimes be right, and they're still naysayers. I was just, I was just right, and naysayers people need to still- accept that I was right, okay? <laughs> mm. So you shut the fuck up. Mm. Anyway, let's get back not- to the oval ball. No, shut up about your naysayer comments. <laughs> get back to the oval ball. So the Friday 40 tip off, you're on a streak, my friend. You got two in a row. You're up on me now, 3 2. Um. Now, we will get to it, but you you know where I'm going this week, and and we have a uh, we have a little bet with our mate over over the pond. We do at, uh, silly talk sport. We've got the Cowboys obviously to take on the New Zealand Warriors, and we will take the Cowboys. We're fit, we're on a hot streak, so we've got one case out of the boys at the Daily Dribble, and now we're going to get another case out of uh, good old silly talk sport. So it'll be it'll be a fun Friday footy tip off as it is always, but um, you know, up the cows. Up the fucking cows. And uh, we did touch on fantasy. Well, let's touch on it a little bit more. Lachlan, you are still undefeated. You're one of the few guys in our league that are still undefeated. Congratulations. And I am is back to 500. Is there anyone else that is? Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure Andy and Blake both uh, both won this week. So uh, if you want to do a little fact check. I'll, I'll do go a little through fact my, check while you continue I'll go your miseries, please. Injury report for this week. Um, Tommy is down. Obviously, four to six weeks. Hamiso is down three to five weeks. Um, they are two of my big scorers. And 
Adam Fanul Blake was not uh, was not named this week. So yeah, that's three forty plus point scorers gone for the week. Um, that's toughies. That's big toughies. But I was I was pretty lucky. I was able to bring in C for Talakai. Um, forty played center. Does not have center. That is strange. Um, I noticed that. Yeah. So I picked him up to play center because then I was just going to throw Tezzy New into the wing fullback. And then I would have been able to keep Satili Tupanua at the uh, at the middle spot. But no, only has middle eligibility. So... When he fact played the best... He'll get... He'll get... He's got edge. He's got edge. Um, yeah. He'll get yeah, center after this week after he plays for you and uh, goes ham, I reckon. You watch, yeah, it'll happen, but um, but that's okay because I've got a little bit that I can play around with. I did fact check; I am the only undefeated person left in the league, so no, Ooh. no big deal. It's not my fault. You guys don't, you guys don't understand. Look you at you just, go! You have to congratulations, congratulations! Right. You are, you just now have a big target on that big ginger head of yours. So that's all right, baby. Everyone comes for the king. Everyone does come for the king. Everyone well, speaking comes for of the king. Big ginger heads. And I really don't want to spend much time on this, but the Gold Coast Titans and the West Tigers match last Thursday was the biggest shit show of a fucking rugby league game I've ever seen in my life. And if you, as as a fan of this sport, cannot recognize that that was the shittest game of rugby league in the last 10 years, then you simply don't get rugby league. Like, you just don't. What what do you have to say on this? My, I'm mad at this. I'm still mad at this game, but for not the reason you would think. I'm mad yep. at this game because I watched like 78 and a half minutes of this game, sober, and I did. I missed the try. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you missed the try! I missed the try. Oh my god! Uh, I missed the try. I sat through all of that. What's the first through- half? The excruciating penalty goals. And it was, I got to halftime. Oh, fuck it. We're all going to bed. We all got work tomorrow. It's fuck it Friday. Happy days. Getting to bed. I was like, oh, keep watching. I keep watching. Keep watching. I was like, oh, I had to get, I had to get some shit ready for the next day. Get up, start doing it. And I hear Dadsy yelling at the TV and I run. He's like, look at this try. I was like, fuck off. There was a try. (laughs) And I saw it and uh, I I was like, I'm done with this. He's like, you don't want to stay to see if they award it? I was like, I don't care. I was I like, I don't care. care. I was like, they're going to award it because, of course, the Tigers are going to lose this game. But I just, I don't care. So, peeking behind the curtain for the listener, I also was watching this game because we're fucking sickos. And I started to prepare the graphic that we throw up at the end of every game. And I had just typed in two to six. I had <laughs> saved the graphic and Brimson put his hand on that ball in the end goal. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You are known as premature, I do think, too. Yeah, look, that has haunted me in the past. Heard the stories. Uh, I tell you the stories, so (laughs) you you need to hear the stories. Um, Shout out to my ex. I thought they were (laughs) Shout out to my ex-roommate, Andy, friend of the show. He's also been known to tell stories. But um, it's, um, yeah, I I had typed in 2-6. I put the little filter over it, and I was ready to to post it, and uh, Brimson fell on that fucking ball. And as soon as I saw the first replay, I was like, you have got to be kidding me. What a fucking joke. But it's, you know, it was the perfect symbolism for that game. Like, you know, you want to talk about motifs and fucking symbolism. Holy shit. 
that shit show of a try just capped that shit show of a fucking game. And at some point, you just you were kind of hoping that they disallowed it so that we would see a trialless game, the first one in the common NRL era. But at the same time, then we all would have been sad sacks and sons of bitches that fucking sat through 80 minutes of atrocious football. Well, see, I'm I'm, I'm thinking bigger picture than trialless than trialless game. I'm thinking winless season. Oh my god, you're calling. I'm not calling a winless season, but 24. Whatever. Play 24 games. They can't go over 25, Matthew. Yeah, play 24 games over 20. You get two buys. I play 25. I get two buys. Um, okay. Uh, maybe. Like, really. Like, there's some bad teams that they'll probably get a win over. Like, yeah, this pro- is this is shades of worse than the Bulldogs last they'll year. They'll probably beat. I mean, they. it's kind of like that Knights team that won two games all year. I mean, they'll probably. Right, it's tough. They'll, they'll, they'll win a couple. They'll beat the Dogs. They'll. What, what they? They'll verse, they might. They, they, <laughs> you know what's a sad organization when you can't even lock down Jock Madden to a multi-year deal? Like, utmost respect to Jock Madden, you would run through me. I understand all of that, okay? But it is sad when you can't lock him down because he doesn't believe in the vision of the club and that he will be the number one option in the halves for the foreseeable future. That's tough. And it's Jock Madden. We're not talking about fucking Jake Clifford or, or even Tom Dean for that matter. We're talking about Jock Madden. Yeah, like, that's I mean, ridiculous. I think we've probably spent too long in this game regardless. This, this was just horrendous. We I have. mean, the, the Tigers just have this way of bringing teams. They have like this tractor beam of arsehole that just like brings everyone down to their level. <laughs> tractor and beam of arsehole, I love it that. It just like bring, brings – like they did it against Melbourne. They did it against the Warriors. Like I think when teams play – besides the upper echelon, well, I mean Melbourne normally, but I mean I think Penrith probably a team that could put 50 on them. Oh, and then um, some. I do worry though. Tigers will probably play him during fucking Origin again, and we'll have like Sean O'Sullivan and I don't know, like Mitch Kenny in the halves or something. Short King, Sean O'Sullivan. No, Short King, Sean O'Sullivan's fine, but I mean, I, I could see them getting that win, and then all of a sudden, yeah, we win the Ivan Cleary Bowl, you dogs. Um, but I mean they're just shit and they just bring teams around them to be shit and we're going to see some absolute lows this year because at least when the Knights were bad people felt sorry for the Knights like people like Newcastle right like you're they're one team town like even when they're doing bad oh shit I wish Newcastle was doing well like if they played someone you were like cool I wish Newcastle would get the upset here whereas the Tigers are shit and everyone's like man I can't wait to see the Tigers get their shit rocked yeah, like, I, can't, I, can't wait to see the, I can't wait to see the get see them get slapped. Right, yeah. It's, it's going to be a rough year for the Tigers faithful. It is going to be a rough year. Uh, a team that it's not going to be a rough year for and a take that I am sticking to is the Cronulla Sharks. The Sharks won 18-0. You didn't 18 tip them for this game on the Friday? No, I didn't tip them for this game because I thought the Knights were going to have a bounce-back game. Um, and and that was tough. That was That's on me. I'll, I'll cop that. But uh, wet hair don't care. Nico Hines, he uh, he stood up in the Telekai Masterclass as well. Um, and it was just – it was great. You, you know, you couldn't really put anything wrong. The only thing that was wrong is that they only put 18 points on these nights. Uh, they should have gone over more. And there's just a few little execution things in the, in the attacking half. But um, I think the – I mean, here's the Knights. The, 
they're pretty shit, and the Sharks uh, are pretty good. So this is the result that we expected, right? Yeah, this looked like the the nights of the nights of previous, where they just couldn't get anything clicking, and Talakai was just eating dang guy for dinner, mate. He was just like. Oh. Did you hear them mic'd up? Yeah, I love. I oh, love them. Right. I think the mic'd up is the, one of the most underrated things in sports, man. I love when the NBA does yeah, the mic'd we love up really we do well. In the NBA too. The yeah. NBA does a good mic'd up. I mean, I guess the NRL is harder because there's only only so many F's and C's you can like. Yeah, that you can hear before it's too yeah. many. Like yeah. some of the stuff they say, but like it would be great to hear them like drawing at each other. There was there were some big hits on Dango. Oh, huge. And uh, there was there was actually one, and and the, this wasn't meant to be about Dango, guy, but there was one where he had like just hit the ground, rolled over, and then tried to continue to roll to like put the ball down. It was early in the early in the video, and it and straight away he's oh get him off me, sir. And I was yeah. like, right, come on, he's <laughs> just hit con- the ground, con- like relax. Con- con- but I guess that's a veteran thing, right? Just yeah, and it's the talking and cause him and Dom Young seem to have a pretty good. From that from that brief clip, him and Dom Young seem to have a pretty good relationship too, and, yeah. and a good partnership on that edge, which maybe it's why good we're for a young Dom guy Young to get elevate. someone like that um, yeah. to be under his wing. So, and you yeah. saw it; he wasn't just like he, there were times where Dom Young, you know, did something good. He was getting a pat on the back. He did something bad, and it was come on, man. Put your head out. I had the best yeah. mic'd up. I'm trying to find this on socials. Is the Mason one? The Mason big one. dog Willie Mason. Oh yeah, yeah. That is it when he's playing for Newcastle. That is the best one. No, nah, I don't know like, what one you're talking about. I haven't heard that sit, one. He's sitting on the bench. It's near. It's when Wayne Bennett was the coach. He's sitting on the bench and he's like, Wayne, put me on. I'm easy. Yeah. I'm not. A, he's like. I'm not a 20 minute player. I can play 22 minutes, Wayne. Put me back on, like <laughs> just, just absolutely. And he's getting in the tackles, and he gets absolutely cut in half by someone. I can't remember who they play. He gets cut in half and dropped. And mm. as he's on the ground, he's like, "Great hit, mate. Great hit." <laughs> and at the end of the game, he goes and finds him, and he goes, "Mate, you got like." It just was. It was great to see, like, especially that stage of his career where he was like older and he was a veteran, and he was like. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then he was just it might it might have been the sharks even that they'll play. And then he like he's in the scrum and he's like and he's looking around and all the sharks plays and looking like looking at him like what's wrong and he's like I can't see any props here. Where's all the sharks props? <laughs> the guy's got no props. It's just like it's like the shit is, shit, shit sledge shit sledge, but it was uh it's great. We'll try and find that, whack it on the socials. Yeah, lovely, lovely. All right, well, let's push on because there's not much to talk about with the sharks and knights. Um the Panthers though, Panthers Rabbits, the grand final rematch. Fuck. That left edge is looking spicy. As, a, mm. as the uh, resident Panthers fan, I will let you take the spotlight on this. T- tell me about your left edge that, that people don't already see. Well, when you score with the left edge, it feels like someone else is scoring. Yeah. <laughs> it does. <laughs> sit on it as well and it'll sit, be all if tingly. You sit, if you sit right on that left edge, you know, it could be anybody. But, um, <laughs> there's not much to really say. Like The team just looks like it hasn't missed a beat since last year. It's replaced yeah. guys with... And but they're not replaced with like for like guys. They yeah. seem to be almost a little bit quicker, almost a little bit more aggressive. Um, it's going to give Ivan some some selection headaches when Toto comes back. I don't know mm. if you move Toto to the right and you put Crichton there with him, and you've got Crichton, you got on one edge, you got Cleary, Crichton, and Toto. 
on the other edge, you got Luai, Tago, and May, and Kikau's there too, actually. Like, do you know what That's I mean? Crazy. Like, it's the team is just so stacked, and and it's that would crazy. make them so dynamic. But like, you wouldn't, as a defense, you would just be questioning everything at any moment of the game. And I having mean, you do that already with Penrith, but mm, and having a guy like Cleary there and Luai, you can spread the ball so quick. Yeah. So you can do a raid down the right. You can go sideline to sideline and just always be threatening. Um, yeah. I think they're gonna they're gonna have a great. I think Origin's gonna decimate them. I think they're gonna struggle over Origin like they did last year. Yeah, probably. I think depth wise, I mean they lose probably this because I mean they lose similar to the same amount of guys they lost last year. Like Cleary's, um, Appy might get a call up. Um, Liam Martin maybe Luai. I mean, no Toto anyway, so you're all right. But maybe Crichton gets a call. Like yeah. you probably lose a handful of guys, regardless. Yeah. Um, and you just see who can and you, come and in. you and you suffer because you lost a bit of your depth in in losing Nades and and obviously Berto Berto so versatile. But you you suffer regardless because you yeah don't have that depth. Yeah. But you've got I mean, you've got a bunch of young guys that can come in. I mean, you might see the Puru the Puru brothers come through. Yeah, they might have a they might have a bit of run during the uh, during the origin period. That'd be nice to see, especially but, if there's um, a couple of injuries too, and you're really looking down. But I mean, that's that's part of it, right? Like if they're the only games that are looking sketchy for them, they're going to be hard. Like as much as Melbourne's look good, and Melbourne looks good, like on the weekend. Yeah, I mean it was the dogs. Yeah, it was the dogs. Yeah, and it was and it was yeah. yeah. It was expected, wasn't it? The I've scored less than Mitchell Moses. Canterbury Bulldogs, which is I also saw that. Was, was that random stats guy? I think it was NRL memes, but random okay. stats guy probably put it up as well. But I saw that, and it was there was a few play there was a few players that had more than a few clubs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pap Pap has a few too now. After that, um, after he bent you over on the weekend. Yeah, after he bent me over on the weekend. <laughs> um, Do we see any positive signs out of the bunnies? Um, on, I mean, on Friday they, night, they looked like they. They look like they have the last few weeks. They seem to always kind of play it. Besides that, that really awful start against Melbourne, mm. they've played at kind of a pretty consistent level. I feel anyway. Mm. Mm. It's just that sometimes that consistent level is enough to win. Sometimes it's not. They're not putting the points on as easy as they used to. No, exactly. I don't think so either. But I mean, that's what happens when you lose a mastermind in uh, in Adam Reynolds. I think uh, I think Dave is, is still such a huge thing to lose too. Like it's especially on that left edge when you replace it with Tane Milne and fucking Jackson Paulo or, or yeah. whichever one you want to go with for the week. Right. It's, and it's yeah, that's yeah, tough. I don't know, but I mean, without them being the scoring juggernauts they are, they don't they don't do a lot of the other stuff anyway because it used to just be we'll outscore you. But when mm. you're not outscoring like that, it just it becomes hard to win. I mean, they still mm. look okay. I think they might find another gear. I liked Ilias this game. I think Ilias has been pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think they'll be a top eight team, but I can't see them threatening. They're this not year. getting. They're not getting as rattled as I thought that they would. I mean, it's only four weeks in, but they're not. They're not getting as rattled as I thought that they would. I thought Walker would have less of a fuse, and I thought Latrell might have, you know, done some more dumb shit to this point. But um, especially against the Panthers, I mean, you you see it every time that they either scored on them or. or Got something over them, like they were fucking chirping. Hey, as, as good West Sydney boys do. Spray. Oh yeah, you, and he even said that after the game. He's like, yeah, just apparently Milne and Luai were going at each other. So yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, we're going at each other all game. 
Um, but I mean, that's that's it, right? Like, I think it's still only early. I think that grub stuff will come. I think when it's mid-season, they're, you know, maybe they're fighting to stay in the eight. I think at the moment mm. they're all right. They've got a few wins. You can use the excuse of we're still fighting ourselves. But when the excuses start to run out, that's when they'll get, that's when they'll get dirty. Okay. Well, that's a terrific segue, my friend, because speaking of fighting, the fuck is going on in Brisbane? And I feel like, uh, granted, we've only been doing the show for, I don't know, what is it, like six months now? Yeah. Seven months. But we are always reporting on fucking the Brisbane Broncos either fighting with themselves or fighting with fucking taxi cabs. What the fuck is going on? Like... I what? just want to say shout out to Albert Kelly for having yep. a crack at Payne Haas, mate. Like, yeah. that is... <laughs> Show me some balls on that one. Mate, wow. that is... That dude has big Did you hear what it's all about, but Didn't he stand on his shoes? Apparently, it's about scuff shoes. Scuff white shoes. Uh, Outside of KFC. <laughs> come on, bro. Like, you may as well say, bro, you ate my last popcorn chicken. Like, come on, Man. relax. And people say rugby league is not the greatest game of all. <laughs> And like people truly believe that, and we get things like this. Like it's we were we were waiting for a scandal, especially in uh, in Brisbane, uh, probably in the Valley. Let's be real. I think um, I, I'm am di- disappointed in Hass as much as I, I like Hass, and I think he's probably he's probably the best prop in the game. Oh yeah, for sure, he's, for sure. He's, Statistically, he's I think he's first for run meters and for um, post contact meters right now, and and just how how many minutes and his engine. But it's just he just needs to be smarter. He just keeps getting into dumb situations, and no matter how mm. good you are, these dumb situations are going to catch up eventually, right? Like at some mm. point, the teams are just like fuck you, like yeah. It mm. makes it harder and, to stay around when you're not at your peak when you start doing shit like this. Exactly, exactly. And the tough thing for the Broncos is that they can't win off um, a young, throbbing winger in Selwyn Cobbo, a gorgeous center in Herbie Farnworth, a mastermind in Adam Reynolds, and just an absolute fucking motor in Payne Haas. That's not enough to win your football games. And no. that is shown in what was a pretty shit game on Saturday in a 20-6 to 6 loss to the New Zealand Warriors. but like, And the Warriors also look like shit, but they never look like surrendering the lead. Yeah, like, it was. This was a strange game. Like this was same thing. Broncos of old, and maybe the first few weeks were just a little bit of an aberration with the Knights looking so good and with the Broncos looking well. And I don't know. Mm. It just it, it, it still was, feels like the middle is tighter than what it was last year. But you know, the three teams down below, we might have got two out of three. We might have got two out of three in the in the Knights and the and Possibly. the Tigers, but it's it's tough. Just... It's tough looking at the Broncos. Um, it's I just don't see I don't see a way up. Like the the Warriors have less namesakes and and what seem to be probably less direction, but also seem to be like two years ahead of them. Like I, I just don't know what's going on. Mm, the Warriors are not sold on either. I think it's just one of these where the Broncos beat themselves. Mm. Um. I, I don't know where to go with there. I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about bad teams, if I'm being honest with you. Like, it's it's kind of a downer. Okay. Um, I just don't know. I just don't know what they do. They've they got their halfback. You need more than a halfback. I think patience is key here. Like, you're not going mm. to pick up a halfback and go from the spoon to a top four team. You're going to have mm. to go through some seasons where you don't play Fill that well. Out. And you come yeah. 14th and then you come 12th and then, oh, no bad year again, you come 14th and you start to build up. you got young guys, like, just use them and build and get a better fucking hooker. Yeah. Turpin sucks. Get Turp a better sucks. hooker. Sucks. Um, that's all I'll say. I mean, I don't I don't get how they can't recruit better. Like, they've got all of, pretty much all of Brisbane to themselves. 
Yeah. And they can't. Yeah. All this NRL pedigree and they just can't know. fucking recruit. Mm. Yeah. It's it's insane. All right, well, let's push on to the, the Eagles and the Raiders because I don't really want to talk about the Warriors because they're going to get smashed on Friday as it is. Um, so Eagles 25 over the Raiders 6. Tommy played two-thirds of a game on a fucking torn MCL or whatever it was, or a meniscus tear, whatever they're fucking reporting. So he's going to be sidelined for 46 weeks, and Stubby Cooler is set to replace him. Um, Gaz probably goes to the one, surely, and, and Cooler shifts into the center. Uh, Cooler's at one, named at one. Yeah, I don't. I, shenanigans. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. I don't know nothing about Cooler except he's kind of fast. I just don't think he has the motor to run at one, and he's like, he's called Stubby for a reason, mate. He's not fucking tall, slender, and. You know, Jason Saab. Maybe they'll switch it up. Maybe they'll do. Maybe they'll do the first half or the first little bit of the game. Garrick's there at fullback, and they switch it up when when people are tired, and they can try and unleash some of that speed. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But are, are they are they are the are Manly back? Nah. Nah, you're not buying nah. it. Nah, no, nah, not buying it. I reckon. I actually reckon this night's Manly game on Thursday is going to be closer than a lot of people think. A lot of people are thinking that Manly, you know, and and our future friends over at Hello Sport are thinking this that Manly 13 plus. But I think the Knights are going to be they're going to be excited to be home, and uh, they're going to be pissed off that they've they've had a few shit weeks, and I think they're really going to compete, and it could come down to a DC field goal. I think no, no, Tommy's still massive though. Just mentally yeah, for them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's huge. No, men, no, like mentally for them going, oh shit, we don't have that guy that did everything. Like we might be in trouble here, fellas. Like, mm. I don't know. I think the, the Knights will do well. How much are they, how much are Manly paying? I think Manly paying two bucks. I think they're the outside favorites. And the Knights are like a dollar eighty. Like there's not much oh, in it's it. It's a dollar eighty. While you're looking at that, um, I will just say this about the men the game on the weekend. Fucking DCE kicked the grip nipples off of the football. Holy Jesus. Uh, the man had two 40-20s or a 40-20 and a 20-40, whatever you want to fucking call it. He had a field goal for no fucking reason just because he wanted to catch Jamie Soward and uh, the field goal ladder race. Uh, I, do, I do rate the disrespectful field goal. Wrongful reporting on us saying that DC is the record holder. He's still a yeah, couple well, behind Jamie Sowell. wrong. You move on, don't you? Yeah, move on. Uh, he had two forced drip dropouts and he kicked for 666 metres. That mm. in, that alone is um, a sexual number. So, wow. Like, I I do not like the test you, baby. I don't think he's that good of a fucking halfback. Um, haven't rated him his entire career. However... As I said, he uh, kicked the grip nipples off of the ball on the weekend, and it was actually very nice to watch. Very, right. nice. He, he just commanded the game so well with his foot. He did, he did. And as much as we don't like him, he does that, but he doesn't do it all the time. Yeah. That's the problem. It's got to be... Do it in a big moments. Yeah. Um, mm. I do want to ask you an odds-related question, though. Yes. So these two games have the exact same odds for the favorite and the the underdog. Oh yeah. Who who would you feel more confident in an upset with? I would take Knights at home. No, no, this game. I haven't told you oh. the games yet. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. I thought so. I thought we were talking about Manly and Newcastle paying one dollar ten. Yep. And the Western Australia Tigers paying seven bucks. Jesus. Or the Panthers paying one dollars ten, and the Dogs paying seven bucks. Oh, I would. Oh, see, that's tough. That's hard. Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? Because I thought too, but I'm like, there's no way Panthers like the dog. The Panthers will want to, as much as they love Birdo, they, they will want, want to. to kill they him. will want to kill Birdo and to kill to beat a Pangai and win by fifty on them. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, I think I would sadly have to have more faith in the Tigers. Can I take option C? Neither. I would take neither. I mean, option C is the winner, but I would also take the Tigers in that. As bad yeah. as the Tigers are, there's the Sharks no, are more likely no, to have a brain fart than what the Panthers is, yeah, are. That's my thought too. Like, if if the Tigers can bring the Sharks down into just some shitty game, like yeah. maybe they get maybe they get lucky, right? Like, but whereas there's no universe in which the Dogs beat the Panthers. Nah. None whatsoever. You could put the house on that. Put the house on that dollar ten. You should and, do it. Put the house on uh, that dollar ten. Bit. Put everything you got on that dollar ten. Yep, absolutely everything. Uh, what Remember you don't put everything on is me um, winning in fantasy this week because I all my big hitters are out. So fuck me, dead. <laughs> um, okay, pushing on to what was a very sad end to Saturday night for me. Uh, the North Queensland Cowboys got their shit rocked by the Sydney Roosters. Uh, look, I'm not going to harp on this because you've already called me insufferable about the Cowboys this year one too many times. It's going to keep happening as long as you keep being fucking insufferable. I am going to say I completely agree with Todd Payton. Um, the comments that I made on our social media page because I said I wanted to do this post, the comments that I made on our social media page regarding uh, the chooks being an endangered species on Saturday night, I completely stand by. Three of those bin, those three bins, one of them I agree with. Um, the the Chad Townsend one was just a fucking to throw sand. Um, the it was just yeah it was it was ridiculous the fact that um this game ended up the way that it ended up and it's just because as Todd Payton said some of the top order teams just lay down a little bit longer and get away with a lot more hmm. how JWH doesn't get anything for that late hit over the try line, how you know he can come up swinging with a with an open hand, regardless of whether he hit or not. How he can come up swinging like that and not even get a fucking talking to, is is beyond me. Um, yeah, that's that's all I'm gonna fucking say about that. And that I'm sad that uh, the hammer is out three to five weeks. However, my cock is very hard for Scott Drinkwater to come back into the side and there to be some beautiful creation out of the number one this week. Yeah, I think there'll be a bit doing. Even without Hammer, like I think Drinky's obviously a different fullback to what Hammer is. Drinky gets involved. Yeah. And yeah, he, for he sure. goes looking for the ball. Yeah. And it's a very curious issue where it's like if Drinky plays well and Peyton goes, you know what, I don't mind him at fullback. Yeah. Like where where does the hammer then come fit in? Does he play on the wing and Talungi's gone or does he you squeeze him in the center and Hiku gets squeezed out? Like I yeah. think I think there could be there could be some serious competition for that if like Drinkwater's now got what, three to six weeks or three to five weeks to kind of Stake make something flame. happen. Yeah. And against And we like, thought that, that was gonna happen in the six, but if it happens for the one, I mean Having him, having him out there on the field is what you need ultimately. Like he yeah. is, he's he's in your top thirteen players, Drinky. Yeah, he is. And he needs he to is. be playing. And I mean, their draw over the next few weeks is what? Like they've got the Cowboys at Redcliffe. Uh, sorry, they've got the Warriors at Redcliffe. They've got the Raiders at Canberra on a Thursday night. That'll suck. Yeah, I, w- I wanted to go to that game, but um. I don't know how I don't know how the wife is going to go with us going down to Canberra on a Thursday night. Yeah, and then they've got the they've got the Titans on a Saturday afternoon. Um, the Eels at, in Darwin. 
Yeah, see, the, and again, friend of the show, me and Andy, we're going to go to that, but it's in fucking Darwin. Yeah, and then, um, and then nights, uh, could, like, there's, there's, there's not like they're not playing heavy hitters all the time, right? Like, yeah, they play the there's heels. Winnable games in there for there's sure. There's winnable games in there, especially if Drinky plays well there at fullback, and that could that could mm. cause some headaches for Peyton, right? And that could cause a few teams to look at Drinky and go, "Well, we weren't really interested in him at six because we've got a we've got our halves we like." Hmm. But we don't mind about fullback. What I don't understand, though, is that why the fuck are we giving minutes to Jake Granville? And I understand he's a legacy guy and he probably doesn't have very many years left. But why are we giving minutes to him when we've got a short, stumpy Scott Drinkwater or a Val Holmes that could, or Ruben Cotts or whoever that can fill in at the nine for the minutes that, Drinky, that uh, Granville would usually get and then just throw Drinky in the 14? Have another mm. creator out there. I, I know it doesn't always like, work, I get but the, I, I this get early the in the thought, season, let's try it. I get the thought behind it, but it's like if I'm if I'm Todd Payton and I'm the Cowboys, I kind of want to go, I want to put him in the halves or him at fullback or whatever we see him as mm. in reserve grade, and I want to see him play that and I want to see him get better at it. Like you yeah. don't become a better halfback or, or you don't become a more improved fullback by playing 14. Like yeah. I mean, guys that do it, it's like Pap did it and was amazing at it. But he did it for like what eighteen months, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And that was it. And then it was like Hines did it, but he did it for a year. That was it. Like yeah. it's not. It's always okay. You'll do it, but we know you could start anyway. And like obviously, drinks yeah. you could start, but mm. there's no avenue for him to come in and start. If 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 a guy like Townsend was off contract next year, and you're like, all right, we need to keep Drinky happy. We'll do it. He'll play. And next year he's a starter. It just—I don't know if he'd want to do that for what three years, four years. Yeah, yeah, I get where you're coming from. Um, it's tough. I do think, unfortunately, they're... he'll get picked up by someone. Yeah, he probably will. Uh, it's tough, but you know what? There are plenty of teams in this league that we will beat, and I can see twelfth uh, to tenth in our future. Could, could you imagine and that's a, a good storm? Year. Could you imagine a storm reunion with Drinky? If they lose Munster to the Dolphins, they need a six. Mm, they got Cooper coming through. I don't know if they need a six uh, that badly. I don't know. I don't know how good. <laughs> I don't know how good he is from stuff I've heard. Mm, maybe. I mean, you could see you could see a reunion, and I mean, he he would obviously go there for for less money to win to win now, but. You know, they may spend the the money that they probably have set aside for Munster, not the Munster's going to take the money that they've got left because they won't have a lot after extending the three guys that they extended. But if if they've got some money left over, then you look to get, you know, someone that will take a little less for championships. Like someone that's probably – like say they've got 500K, right, and there's mm. a guy that's worth 750 out there on the market but will take 500 to win championships yeah. and get their I fucking that's, face that's what out there. Have, that's what they'll that's have what to they'll do to, to fit. To, like that spine is – like as you said, they re-signed Coates, Hughes and Grant and he's still yep. got Paps money. Um, they still got some young guys coming through here on some money. Like they're, they're going to start looking for bargain basement buys I think. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And you might get drinky for a bargain basement for, for a couple of years, but uh, especially if the Cowboys, you know, buy out his or, or pay half of his current deal for him to go elsewhere. But 
uh, it is what it is, right? Like if we lose him, we lose him. And I said this, you know, a couple of weeks ago when we were winning. It's a byproduct of winning. And if we're if we're a better team with Tom Dearden out there, whether I agree with it or not, in terms of creation, defensively we need Dearden out there instead of Drinky. Yeah, that's, look, I that's agree. What I, it is. I felt the same about losing Matt Burton. I I had to eat humble pie, Matty Burton. I thought he was going to be better at the six than Luai mm. coming through. I liked what he did more than Luai. Um, I thought he was a bit more consistent. I thought he could do stuff even when his game wasn't on, whereas Luai mm. sometimes, you know, slacks here and there. Yeah, uh, But I was wrong. Luai's way, way above him as a six, I think. Um, yep. Burton as a center, though, is is next level, and that's the thing. All, all the Panthers fans complaining about losing him and losing Momorowski and losing Capewell and or losing Appy next year. That's what happens. Like, you can't, keep, you can't keep all these guys. If you can perform, you have to choose – who you keep, right? And if they can't afford Drinky because they want to keep Townsend and they want to keep Dearden, then unfortunately, I think that's it. It's a byproduct of it. It is what it is. All right, well, let's push on to all of those names that you were talking about, Hughes, Grant, Coates, and the man that is Ryan Pappenhausen. Absolutely awesome, the Bulldogs, 44-0. Pap had four tries. Fuck, man, even Felice Cafusi got over for one. Like, it was... It was tough. It was a fucking shitstorm, wasn't it, eh? Yeah, this was the dogs of, what, two years ago where they didn't score for six games. Yeah, that was oh. – This They didn't They didn't look like they, they didn't had look, lo- Yeah, they didn't they even look like scoring. They had lots of ball down the, down the storm's end and they just never looked likely. And, I mean, that's this halfback situation needs to get sorted. Well, they brought, they've named Flano for the Panthers game, which seems like a shitty scapegoat for Trent Barrett, but – if that's the way that he wants to run his team, that's the way he wants to run his team, He's I guess. He's had a great year in um, in Cup, actually, so far. Flanagan, they're undefeated. Yeah, but the thing fought. is, you don't, like... No, I I know what you mean, but yeah. at the end of the day, if he's not good enough to cut it against... Penrith, he's not good enough to cut against Penrith, right? Like, yeah. he's probably going to lose anyway, and I understand that. Or, and I don't really like... all the. It must feel shitty for Carl Flanagan, right? Like, you get the call up, and you already know, awesome... I'm I'm going to get my shit Rocks. kicked in yeah. by Vili Kickout running at me. Yeah, Vili Kickout, Liam for like Martin, sixty just minutes. Yeah, like these dudes are just going to run at me, and then if I get isolated out on an edge, Tago is going to eat me. Like it's yeah. ridiculous, right? Like he already mm. knows he's in for a bad day. Yeah, and for then sure. everyone in the media who is supposedly mates with his old man going, yeah. This is not good for him. He's going to die. He sucks. <laughs> like, wouldn't that make you feel so bad? Like, yeah, you already does. like. Even if they were like, "Oh no, don't worry. We think Flanner is going to be great. Like, no stress. He'll be fine." He'd even be like, "I know you're lying, but I appreciate it." With this, he's appreciate like, really, it, Now he's like, "Really? Like, I know. Yeah. I know. I'm going to get killed. I don't need you guys telling me to." Mm. You reckon it's because Gus has COVID? That's why he's uh, that Flanners had the call up. Gus has just gone. You know what? Fuck it. I feel sick, and I just I want to see some entertainment on the weekend. Call him up. No, I Let's think he's it. there because the others just. I mean, Avarillo going into the season with Avarillo as your half was always a bad idea, and <laughs> and, and uh, bleach blonde uh, Brandon Wakeham, famous for pulling. Isn't Beyond Odo as the, well? Yeah, Beyond well? Odo. I no no no. I think it's just Brandon Wakeham, but. Okay. Um, He's famous for pulling some of the finest tail in the oh, land. His his other half is ridiculous, mate. Unbelievable. Ooh. At least he's not scoring on the field. He's scoring off a mate. Like, mate, you showed me on the weekend, and I think I've gone back to a page like six times. Like, fucking <laughs> hell. I'll tell you what. I'm um, kidding, Ella. I love you. 
<laughs> she's not listening, but still. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. They just, I think they just needed a new heart. Just try it. I mean, it's not ideal against Penrith, but mm. stick with it. It's the not sticking with him to me that's the problem. Like, put him in, give him six weeks and see how he goes and get yourself yeah, a I fucking Yeah, I mean, that's what we back. wanted to see with Avarillo or with um, even yeah. with Wakeham at, at, at a pinch. But um, it is what it is. Like, you can only... You can only go so far, I guess. I guess. I, I mean, that, it's curious if next year when they got all these weapons, when they got kick out and they got Marnie and if Avrilo shifts to fullback or whatever they do, or already is out of car, whatever they do there, are they still going to look this bad when they don't have a halfback? They just need someone who can get through sets and get them the ball and put some shape together. And Flano mm. looks like he can do that at least at cup level. He's looked really good. Um, whether yeah. or not it translates is something different. That's the next question. But if he can yeah. do the bare minimum, I think that's um, – I think, yeah, I think that'd be fine. But yeah. and they're obviously not going to win this week. But I just – I think a couple of tries would be a good sign. Would be a good sign. Would certainly be a good sign. Uh, all right. Well, let's push on to the final game of the weekend, the Sunday 6 p.m. game, the, the Parramatta Eels had what can only be described as the pass of the year from uh, the, the Cardi Party car From the ride. Cardi Party. Not named Holy this shit. week. That, that was absolutely filthy. The, the Nathan Brown falling over, I thought that offload was bad enough. But then the, the audacity of this man to grab it and flick pass it back to Mitchell Moses all in one motion um, was... Horrendous! Did you see the sideline view, the fan view? Yeah, I did. I, I want to say good job to Moses for backing up, like through the pass, and then like through the pass to Brown. Yeah, and then followed, and then followed the, play the play to number up on the other side and was rewarded because there's no one on that edge. Yeah, yeah, like, they had the, was... they created the overlap through Moses following that play. Yeah, exactly. Like if they just pass it and Brown offloads to Cardi. Cardi gets tackled and a play dies, and I mean yeah. that's great, and that's what that's what Moses does so well. Like Moses does well, and we've we've been pretty high on Moses lately in comparison to other Eels players. Yeah, um, but that was that was fantastic. It was just as good from him to be in the spot to catch the ball as there was for the ball to get past. Exactly, exactly, and, and Moses was on a fucking tear. He um, the the reason that he got team of the week over someone like DC that kicked the nipples off the ball was because Moses also kicked the nipples off the ball, but was like there in support for this absolute romping of a game. Um he you know, he scored himself, he was he was slotting goals left, right and center. It's just it's something about Parramatta playing in paradise uh at Combank Stadium that just like just going up against shit teams that brings the best out in them. And mm. and this is when this is when the, the media gets on the hype train of, oh, can Parra win the cup? Can Parra do this? Can Parra do that? Like it no. no. The answer is no. However, this is by far the best they've looked and the best chance that they've got since what, maybe maybe Hain in eleven? I mean they um, do have their best chance, but it's it's they, they've They've looked good for the starts of seasons for too many times. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if, if they gave away premiership trophies in, in April, in March. they'd have yeah. a few. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They would. They'd have, they'd have plenty, but uh, they don't. Prem's are one in September. 
and October. Um, Mainly yeah, look, October when the grand final is. Yes, well, I mean, the lead up <laughs> you play of September. Yeah, I don't, yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't fucking get technical on me, all right? I'm not fucking about it, okay? Don't don't be bringing this up at me. Um, but it is what it is. Uh, Paris looking good. It's good to see. Um, shout out to all of our friends that, that are Para fans. It's um, just going to make actually the saying nice sweeter, I think. Para. Yeah. I think it's yeah. just going to make the choke sweeter. The we bigger the they choke. are, the harder they fall. Oh, it's not fun when they're coming last. and I mean, it is fun. But it's not as fun when they're coming last and then get oost when they're coming when they're coming good and they yeah. think it's all sweet. Nah. It's tits nah. down, baby. It is tits down. All right. Well, I think that's a pretty good recap and review of the round. We did have a couple of questions sent into us mm. from friend of the podcast, Small House, Jay Hendo. Um, so we do want to start question time up again. But uh, look, we're just giving you such good content left, right, and center. We just don't really have a lot of time for question time. But if you do have questions, you know where to find us, you know, at Fifth and Dribble. Google us, you know, that's where we are. We also haven't thanked our, our boys at the cover yet, but, I mean, they know we love them, so it is what it is. But the brief question time with Jay Hendo. Now, he is a super coach virgin, and we love super coach virgins. It's, uh, it's our bread and butter because they're the people We're that take gentle. what we say – we're always gentle, but they're the people that take our takes as bread and butter, um, and and that we are that you know it's gospel. However, we have no fucking idea what we're talking about. So this is just where we we sell it at market right here, and uh, if he's going to buy it at a premium, then we'll take it. So <laughs> shout out to you, Jay. Really appreciate it. But um, his question is, who's been? your guys' top five biggest super coach disappointments to start the season. Now, we run fantasy, but the point system virtually works the same. Um, disappointment, well, number I one think, has got I to be I think number Tommy. one's got to, be, it got to be your boy, right? Yeah, it's got to be Tommy. Uh, the man has given me more than 70 on only one occasion. As a skipper? Through, as a skipper through through four rounds and that is that's tough I mean I understand that you know defensive schemes have been made around Manly but it's just tough like you've got to give me more than that Tommy uh, even like I didn't captain him this week and he still only gave me sub 50 as mm. the as my vice um, and he had by far his best game of the season so that's so that's tough have you got have you got one you'd like to add to the list my friend look I only really know the players on my team because that's the only team that matters to me and that seems to be the key to me being undefeated because I don't know if we actually mentioned I was undefeated. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm still undefeated. So no one on my team is actually a disappointment because wow. I know how to draft and my whole – do you want to actually know what my drafting game plan was? What? Take draft good player. players. Yeah, and yeah. it just fucking works. Like it's absolutely – I remember talking to someone now like, oh, how'd you have him? How'd you have him? Because he was fucking there. Like yeah. <laughs> I didn't do anything special. Um, I think one is a bloke that we like to give a lot of shit to, um, Jason Saab. Yeah. Disappointing this year. Disappointing. Yeah. Doesn't do much except run fast and score some tries when Tommy gives him the ball. Hasn't been doing a lot of that. Yeah, no, and I think that's um, and I think a few of those manly guys, even Garrick's probably probably up there. Um, but you have a few disappointments in your team. Who else has hit you hard? Yeah, I do have a few disappointments in my team. Um, I think Satili Tupanua. I expected more out of him. I'm not going to lie. He's only giving me 41 a week. I mean, 40 is still very nice, but um, 
it's it's still a bit disappointing to to see that from him. Um, I did also expect a bigger year to this point from Tezzy New. Um, I understand he's trying to find his feet, and now that he's got the one jersey with Jermaine Osako being out of town, he'll he'll probably kick up a few a few bigger scores. But I mean, it also sucks that he's on the Broncos, so that doesn't help. Um, the thing with Super Coaches as well, like you always go on for those for those cheeky buys, right? And if you get in early on the Taylor Mays and the Isaac Tagos and and all of mm. them, then you you know you're you're living large, you're sitting pretty because then it gets to a point where you can sell them high. And, and trade up for guys that will be there at the end of the season if those guys – like not saying that those guys won't be, but if there does come a point that those guys aren't. Like I know a lot of guys that took Nico Hines early um, can now trade him directly for Nathan Cleary. And that's like that's ridiculous. Yeah, the fact that the fact that you can do that. Yeah, and you would. Um, so another one, of, another one of Jay's questions are: what are the what are the top? Can I just Five. jump in with one more disappointment? Yep, one more disappointment. Him Sam disappointments. Sammy Walker. Well, I mean, he's had Sam- a disappointing season regardless. Let alone I think, and I think that's um, I think that's carried over, and and I think lots of people expected him to be the man again. He's only twenty, twenty one. Um, the production's not quite there from him yet. The decision making's not quite there from him. But I do think it'll come. I just think this year people had a lot of high hopes, and he's drafted pretty high. I know in our league. And I'm sure in a few other leagues as well. And now he's uh, he's on the bench on the team that he's on. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 tough. It's big toughies to say, to say the least. I mean, the Roosters themselves have been a disappointment. I mean, he doesn't know his his role as a leader, let alone uh, being able to translate that on the on the Super Coach field. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, that that doesn't help. But another one of Jay's questions is: What are your guys' top five big sells and big buys for the current round? Again, mate, super coach. It's uh, we're not about the monies; we're about the points. I think but, I think you touched on Hines is is a big one too. If you can switch him, yeah, yeah. What, and, yeah, what you would do is like is someone like Hines. Um, I saw, um, I think Gutho. Has had a couple of good weeks as well. Maybe if you can trade, if you can sell Gutho um, after a couple of good weeks and, and and get someone better in at your fullback, that that might be worth that might be I worth do, the reward. I do think too. a few guys who have gone up in value too are going to be pretty consistent. I think you mentioned them: your Mays, your Tagos, even Dill Brown. Dill Brown might be someone you look to try and mm. if you think you can consistently do this, keep him. But if you could flip him for another half. I would mm. definitely be looking at that, especially a kicker mm. too, right? A budget buy as well that I would that I would throw your way is even though they are a shit team, Billy Walters. He's probably going to get you a bit of mm. uh, a bit a few points. Um, he's going to be coming in pretty cheap and and playing four games as halves. And um, someone who's also had a down year, but you can always rely on is Gus Crichton. I think Gus Crichton is is going to turn it around pretty soon. Um, now that he seems to have solidified himself back as a starter. Um, after a few niggly injuries and stuff like that. And um, that would be a guy that if you can shuffle the money around, he is going to give you a consistent 50 um, without even blinking. I think so too. And a, and a guy that I would look to move off if I had, depending on how much the price has dropped, Matt Burton. Been mm. disappointing. I know it was expensive to start the year. Um, if, his, if his value hasn't dropped too much, I'd probably maybe move off him before he drops any more. Especially considering he's got center capabilities. I mean, if you can get young throbber Isaac Tango I mean, he's instead of Matt on my Burton. T- he's center on my team, but yeah. 
Yeah, but if you can get a throbber in Isaac Tago, who's who's going to go over for more more tries, um, and in turn get you more super coach points on the way through, then then do that, I guess. Yeah, I, think I hope so. that uh, I hope that that answers your uh, brief question time. And guys, as I said, if you've got questions, hit us up. Fifth and dribble, wherever you fucking hit us up, wherever you find us, just Google us. We do what we do. Um, we are running a little bit long, so how about we do tips like we did tips last week, Lock. We'll send them in. We'll we'll run a little semi-competition outside of the Friday footy tip-off. What I will say is that for the Friday footy tip-off, please tune in. Um, the Cowboys are going to romp the Warriors. That's mm. all that matters. Case of beer says so. Case of beer says so. Uh, oh, my God, will you enjoy the rest of your week? Is there anyone you have to thank? Or uh, I'm not going to use those two outshay, outweigh words. Um, but, <laughs> I think we had uh, our quota last episode. Um, as always, we want to thank the guys over at The Cover, The Cover AU on Instagram and thecover.com.au on just normal internet searching shit. Yep. Just type in that. It will come up. I know there's a, I know there was a story just posted on there today uh, in regards to Ponga to the Dolphins. So yep. uh, feel free to check that out. Um, we're on there, so definitely check that out. And definitely. You can also find us at The Fifth and Dribble on all socials, on all platforms, on everything really. If it's good, yep. we'll be there. Man, Twitters, TikToks, Facebooks, fucking Instagrams. You know where we are. We're there, all right? Look for the orange and brown logo. That's us, all right? That's all that matters. And hit us with a question, and we'll, uh, we'll we'll look to try and find some time to bring question time back. Maybe we'll have to rejig the uh, the Thursday pod. This is all still a work in progress. It is. Um, any it is. feedback, any question you guys have, you know, we are, we're an open book. We can't read, but we are, in fact, a book. We are, in fact, a book, and we will continue to write this story. Boom, mic drop. I'm out of here. We'll see you in the next yeah, one. You have to leave after Have a great that. weekend. All right, Goodbye. bye.